How do we take action when we know the opportunities in front of us? We feel it, we know it, we see other people getting ahead and we want more. With all the opportunities that exist today, why haven't you reached your next level of income, life, and wealth? In most cases, we've been lied to. We've been told that if you find the right opportunity and you work hard, you can be successful. And that's simply not true. Millionaires, billionaires, and successful people have realized you need the foundation for wealth, the habits. And that's exactly what you'll be learning on the Millionaire Success Habits Podcast. All success starts here. Hey everybody, welcome to the weekly, no, this isn't the weekly wisdom. God, I'm confused. You can tell this is live, right? <laughs> welcome to Millionaire's Success Habits Monthly and my inner circle. Um, it's so good to have you guys here. All, your chats are right here. I'm going to try not to get distracted. If you've been with me for months or a year in the Millionaire Success Habits Monthly and these live trainings every month, it's always an honor, a privilege, and a pleasure to have you here. If you're watching live, awesome. I'm right here with you in the chat. And if you can't get it because you're at work or someplace else and you're watching the replay, well, it's still new to you and the value will be just the same. Now, to everybody new, it's an honor and a privilege and a pleasure to have you here. This is, listen, this is what I do every month. If you're new, I pick a topic that I feel is needed the most in that moment. Like I, I, I read, if you, if you DM me, I try to get to, so at night and weekends, probably too much. I try to look at DMs. I read tens of thousands of posts uh, on a regular basis. I've read tens of thousands of posts. I read them every day to see what you're feeling. Which, which, what are your obstacles? What are your strengths? What are your, what are your goals? And I try, I kind of just put a formula together and say, okay, this month I'm going to choose this. Now in the last 30 days, I've had a lot of people, um, ask about how to get my business started, how to take my life to the next level, how to get the promotion, how to, how to take my current company and make more money. And then a lot of you've talked about, um, how do I get my ass in gear for lack of a better word? Like I feel it, I want it, but something will always come up or I'll find a way to procrastinate or I'll find a way to put it off. And then a month goes by and a year goes by. So I heard all that. And what I decided to do, uh, in this training is, to kind of wrap it all in together. And I want to talk about something that I've shared before, but I want to give you the, the power of persuasion because persuasion is a word that can mean so much more. You know, persuasion is not only persuading others to take action. Persuasion also works within. How do we persuade ourselves to take action? How do we stay motivated? How do we stay inspired? How do we stay enthusiastic? How do we take action when we know the opportunities in front of us? We feel it. We know it. We see other people getting ahead and we want more. Now, if you're here today, it could be maybe the majority is financial and taken to the next level, but Everything I teach always could be adopted and adapted to every area of your life. You know, if you want to get into a certain college, do you need the art of persuasion? Do you want your kids to act a certain way? Do you want to get your spouse to, to be a part of the, of the team? Do you want to get the promotion at work? Do you want to start the new company? Do you want to get a partner? Do you want to convince your family you're not crazy? All of that is persuasion. And most of all, something I want to talk about today is if you have any negative thoughts on selling or persuasion, I want to end that today because I want to share something to you. The whole thought of a Field of Dreams, that great movie with Kevin Costner, that if you build it, they will come, is not true. One in a million things, someone writes a book or creates an invention and everybody just finds it on their own. The rest of us, the rest of the world have thriving businesses because we have to market and we have to sell. We have to persuade, get people to take action. Well, I'm going to show you today how to sell without selling, 
how not to be a cheesy salesperson, how to not have hype, but how to create a way to get people to take action where it's ethical, it's easy, and people will do it in droves. And that's what I'm excited to share. Thank you guys for all the, the, the messages. And I see so many people are joining us right now. So just reach out and say, hey, I'm going to try not to get distracted. My ADD will kick in if I start reading now. But no, at the end, we'll definitely do Q&A. So think of your questions. And do me a favor. If you have a question towards the end, put a Q first. Like just hit a quick Q and then put your question. And I'll do my best to get to those um, to get to those for you. So this is cool. This is how I do it. So I want to let you know, this is my journal that I have here in front of me. Um, uh, what I do is when I come up with a topic, today is called the power of persuasion. And then I, I journal and I write everything I want to cover. This is just how I do it. This is, this is my free flowing thoughts. I want to create a lesson. This is how I create a lesson. I'm not a teacher. Well, I guess I am a teacher, I'm not an actual teacher. Um, maybe there's better ways, but I think if, you, if this is your first time joining us, you'll see that I try to put things in such a practical way that I don't just want to inspire you. I don't just want you to leave here and go, that was really great, I enjoyed it, and then not implement it into your life. So when I, when I create this, I don't just create it in a way of thinking how to deliver you the information. What I want to do along the way is, and you can let me know if I did a good job, I want to motivate you. I want to inspire you. I want to prove without a shadow of a doubt that this can work for you. Then I want you to literally take it and go apply it in your life. Because if you do, you tell your friends and family, you feel better about yourself, you return here every month, you get your friends and family to be a part of it, and we all grow. So the other thing, too, is if you're new, is I'm a part of Masterminds Nonstop. Next weekend, I'm doing a great mastermind with some of the smartest marketers and businessmen I know. I was in Strategic Coach three weeks ago. I'm part of 25K. Plus, I have my own groups. I have a $100,000 a year mastermind, a $25,000 a year mastermind. So I'm always in a room with smart people getting smarter. That's what masterminds and being a part of a group like this is so great because you're getting the wisdom of people who are actually doing it, right? Rather than just uh, you know uh, getting hearsay or advice from your Aunt Edna about you know, business because she read a lot of business magazines, right? You're getting the, 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 the tactics that are working. So we're going to talk about the power of persuasion today. And I think you're really going to like it because it's going to apply to every single one of you. It doesn't matter, again, if you're in business, working for somebody else, want to start a business, or you just want to get people, more people to say yes to take your life to the next level. You need that art. Um, but there's two things that I learned uh, in the last couple of weeks uh, one was from Dan Sullivan at Strategic Coach. I pay 25 grand a year to go see him one, uh, four days a year, one day each time, uh, four individual days. And he started with something that was pretty profound. And I thought it would fit here, and I want to share it with you. He said, out of, he's been a, a coach of entrepreneurs for over 50 years. He's got a 50 million plus, $50 million a year business. He's unbelievable. People don't leave. People stay with Dan Sullivan, great guy and really profound in his thinking. And he said he's noticed one common thread between the successful people, All everybody in his group is successful, the successful people with less stress, less complexity, and the ones that seem to effortlessly grow, and those that are growing but like, ugh, like frustrating-wise and stressed and worried. And he said those that grow seemingly effortless have replaced the word how with who. Write that down. They replace the word how with who. You see, as we evolve, you see, you're here right now. And if you want to go faster, make more money, take your life to the next level, you're learning from me. I'm the who, right? Not, not because I'm 
uh, you know, the smartest man in the entire world or I'm some genius. It's because I've forged a path in a lot of areas that maybe you're hoping to go. Why carve your own path? Why learn through your own trial and error when you can learn from someone who's been there and done it? You can learn from their mistakes and you can learn from their success and you just get the path. So you already have that mindset and I wanted to share it. But I want you to think on a whole nother level of that is what if we started thinking about everything in the who standpoint, meaning um, we want to expand more on social media in, on Instagram. We've kind of ignored Instagram forever. We put effort into Facebook and we're at a million, 300,000 followers. It's unbelievable. I love it. And we kind of ignored Instagram. So now to get Instagram to grow, how do you do that, right? It's not just, I just started posting regular. If you've been watching me, I literally in the last three weeks, I'm posting on a daily basis. As long as it doesn't interfere with the father that I want to be and the business I want to run, I'll continue to do it, right? And God, we've been growing like crazy. It's been incredible. But there's more to it. The way you lay out the page and video, uh, still image, black and white, and they have this, there's an algorithm. There's a way to get other people with lots of followers to promote you if they like what I do. They get shout outs. There's all these pieces. So we talked about it for about three months. And we're like, how do we do that? How do we organize it? How do I go online? And what I wasn't asking myself is the most important question. Who? Who? There's... A gazillion young, amazing entrepreneurs crushing it on Instagram. I'm friends with some of the top influences, influencers on Instagram on the planet. Why am I going to figure out how to do it when I can make a call and ask some of my dear friends that are crushing it on Instagram, or I can reach out to some of the people who post in my, leave me DMs that are amazing, young kids killing it on Instagram. They already know how, so I don't have to figure out how to do it. I just, I just get the who. I either learn from the, the who or I hire the who. It was so profound. Sorry, I'm a little sick, guys. I, I, I got a little head cold. The kid's bringing home from school and I got it totally fine. I feel good. Just my head's like, you know, it's like, feels like there's water in my ears. Um, sorry, you didn't need to know. That was probably TMI. Sorry. But anyway, um, but think about that. If everything in your life, instead of you thinking, God, that feels so heavy, how am I going to do it? There is a who, and it doesn't mean you have to spend, I cut checks to solve problems, I do, so do you, that's why you're here, you want the fast track, why learn on your own when you can learn from my trial and error, and if I give you one thing, it would pay for 10 years of being a part of this monthly membership, right? So start thinking in life, who? You know, you're having marriage problems, right? We think, how am I going to fix this? How do I get to communicate better? How, how, how? What about the who? What about reading a book on how to save a marriage or how to end a violent one? I don't know. How about hiring a counselor or finding someone you know that had problems with a marriage and they fixed it and it's amazing or they had to go through a divorce and now they're both living okay lives, right? So if we could start training our brains to go to the who rather than the how, I think life gets exponentially less uh, exponentially easier, less complexity. And, I, and it really is profound. It, Dan even drew a diagram of two arrows, an arrow going towards an easier way to grow and an arrow towards complexity. And the arrow going up for it's easier it was the who and this was the how. It was huge for me. I hope, uh, I hope that made sense to you guys. And then secondly, something I thought about last week, I did a little, quick little Instagram post on it. Uh, this has nothing to do with persuasion. Anyway, I'm just sharing. This is what they're about. We're, we're, here, we're here sharing. If you guys like this, let me know. 
Um, uh, I just want to share the things I thought were profound, and I get to share that with you. I don't, I don't get to vent this to anybody else except uh, tomorrow we're doing our 25K group meeting. I can't, if anybody's going to be here tomorrow that's watching, can't wait to see you. It's right here in the next room. If I wish I could spin the camera around. You see, we got a great mastermind area set up here. Um, we're going to rock it tomorrow. And I share with them, and I share with my $100,000 a year members and you guys on a regular basis. So it's fun to share these little tidbits of wisdom that I find. So here's another one I've been playing with. Your gut instinct, right, versus your belief. Your gut instinct versus your belief. You see, our gut to me is, is oh, probably not just to me, maybe, it's, maybe I've read this someplace, but your gut instinct to me is your subconscious mind that you know the number better, probably better than I. What do they say? It's 80 times more powerful than your conscious mind. I think that's the number. But your subconscious mind is like a computer taking in data. This worked, this didn't. This is good, this is bad. This person's shady, this person isn't. This person loves you, this person pretends to love you. And your subconscious is feeding. And if you're 20, 30, 50, 70, 90, 100 years old, you have more time of this database filling up from actual events in your life. So when you get that gut, you meet somebody like, I don't know. Your gut is just comparing all, your instinct is comparing all this data that says people like this usually aren't trustworthy. This opportunity doesn't feel good. But then there's other times where your gut is like, hell yes, this is the person, this is the opportunity, this is my time, this is the moment in history, this is when I start the business, this is now. And then your mind starts going, well, no, it's not the right president and your parents said you shouldn't try your own deal. And all of a sudden, you get your mind to out-talk your gut. Here's what I know. When I followed my gut in my life, the majority of the times I'm right. And what I feel like my gut is part of my heart. It's part of this whole area of me. What can screw you up is gut versus belief. Beliefs, a lot of times, are things that other people gave us. If your parents tried a business and went into foreclosure or lost the company or went into bankruptcy, you might have had the belief starting your own business is dangerous. It's horrible. You'll go broke. Maybe a college professor taught you that. Maybe a friend. Maybe maybe you were taught that if a Republican is in office, it's not a good time. Or if a Democrat is in office, it's not a good time. Or maybe you're taught Democrats are bad or, or liberals are bad or conservatives are bad or or. You know, if you're Muslim, you're bad. All these things, or if you're Christian, you're bad. You know, all these different beliefs that were, that the outside world has given us. And then we, our subconscious, you know, that our subconscious has given us our gut feeling, but then we got our belief. And to me, if you guys can, like, I, I look for simple little hacks, because you've heard all this stuff before, or in most cases you've heard it. Um, but I like to, I like to attach easier ways. For me, gut and instinct versus beliefs is like my soul and my heart versus my head. Now, have thoughts ever lied to us? Heck yeah, they lie to us all the time. They get us worried about something. Oh my God, what if this happens? Then has to, And what, 80, 90% of the time, it never happens. And if it does, it's not as bad as we thought, right? So your head's always getting you in trouble, the thinking process. So I'm just gonna give you those two little things, the, the who, replace who with how, and gut versus belief. When you feel like you wanna move forward, you wanna start the business, ask for the promotion, get the girl, get the guy, go to the next level, and something it's just telling you to go. I feel it. I can do it. You feel inspired. You feel motivated. But then you start thinking. It's like, no, it's not the right time. Or I'm not smart enough. I'm not rich enough. I didn't go to school enough. I don't have the right family. I don't have the right connections. It's not the right area. Real estate doesn't work where I live. My own business doesn't work. The internet's used up. Blah, 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 blah. That is old limiting beliefs haunting you 
and holding you back just enough. You're still inspired, but it's holding you back just enough that you don't take action. And I think if you can start thinking, whoa, whoa, what is this right now? What is this feeling? Is this a belief? Is it a belief someone else gave me? Is it a limiting belief? And what is my gut and my instinct saying? And is there a way to prove that belief and flip it upside down? Google it. You know, I need money to make money. Richard Branson, John Paul DeGiorgio, Tony Robbins, myself. I mean, we all started with nothing. We all started with no education. Not one of those guys I listed uh, uh, went past high school. So think about that. Flip that belief. Trust your gut. Okay, there were two things. I hope you guys like that. Uh, They were just something I I really... um, Something I really, uh, uh, two things that I just thought were amazing. So let's go to the power of, of uh, persuasion because, again, whether you want to start a business, scale your business, get a promotion, fix your marriage, fix your friendship, get new partners, or sell things, persuasion is a must. So here's my notes. Here's how I'm going to go through it. So nothing in the world happens without persuasion or a sale. Think about that. Nothing in the world happens. You can write the best book, have the best house for sale, create the best restaurant, create an online product, sell something on Amazon. If you don't persuade people to take action, nothing happens. Apple, great example. Most all of us have an Apple product or multiple Apple products. If they didn't know how to market and sell and persuade you, would they be the brand? I'm sure there's other phones as good, maybe you have one, as good if not better than an Apple phone. But you stick with Apple for some reason, it's because they have a way of persuading that most people don't see coming. They, they have a way, that, the way they, everything they do is mastered around the art of persuasion. So let's think about this. If you have, and, may, and I would bet the sakes I've asked a million, you know, I've asked not a million, I've as people in my masterminds and even when I'm big on big stages, about 70% of you watching right now um, feel off when it comes to selling. When I say off, it means that you don't think you're good at selling at all or you think selling is kind of evil or, or it's just not something you want to do. It's like it's a lot of people say, no, 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 Dean, I, I don't want to sell. I have this idea. I just want to create this. I just want to write the book. I just want to create the invention. I just want to remodel the house. But none of those equate to a profit unless you actually persuade someone to buy it. You see, I know so many people, even in my industry, people that are really smart, that will spend two years writing a book. They write their heart out. They spend every night, every day. They think about it. They obsess on it. Then they get done with the book and go, I'm done with the book. I did the hard part. Now all I got to do is sell it. It's why when you walk into Barnes and Nobles, 85% of every book that you look at has not sold over more, uh, sold over 500 copies. You know that? That's a crazy stat. And I bet you the 85% of the books that haven't sold more than 500 copies have amazing wisdom in them. People have spent years, think of it, the accumulated time that went into 85% of the books in Barnes and Noble. Think of the time, the thought, the history, the wisdom, the passion to go, eh, Sold 426 copies, right? So persuasion isn't something that you should have. It's something you need if you want to thrive in life. And I'm not talking about unethical persuasion. I know if you're watching me, you know that already. I'm talking about persuasion that comes from your heart, from your soul. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Think about some of the people that are salespeople that, um, well, let me just ask you, do you think Martin Luther King knew how to persuade? 
Do you think Mother Teresa knew how to persuade? Do you think Jesus knew how to persuade? All with the most incredible intent in the entire world, right? But if, if they didn't, if they just sat there and did what they did and didn't share with the world, didn't speak, didn't communicate, didn't persuade, it wouldn't have been so massive and touched so many lives. So I want you to think about that. I'll do this sometimes. I'll say to someone, we'll be talking about this conversation, like, God, Dean, you're so good at selling. I love watching you. And, and I'll say, well, aren't you? I'm like, no, no way. I don't sell. I don't like to sell. I feel uncomfortable selling. So then I literally have been doing this for years, guys. Do me a favor. Try this on somebody. you like this. Ask somebody if they like to sell. 70 to 80% will say no. So seven, eight people out of 10 will definitely, I know you can do the math, say no. Um, but say, then talk to them. And then I'll say, hey, man, have you, have you read a book lately? And if I see him go, oh, yeah. Or I'll say, did you see a movie lately? Or, or you know, I'm, I'm in your town next week, or I'm in your town. What's your favorite restaurant? I'll always do that. Literally, I, I do this. It's fun. Especially if, like, let's just say a book. And you say, hey, could you, you know, it's like, oh, my God. I read this book called, you know, Letting Go. It's a book I just got done reading. I read this book, Letting Go. Oh, my God. In the second part, it does this. And then it teaches you when, when a feeling comes up, we always want to hide it and go on to something else or check our phone. When really, if we just spend a little time acknowledging where that pain is, where is that, that worry? Where is that stress? Does it live here? And let's acknowledge that. Let's, let's lean through that pain. Oh, my God, I never thought about it. Then you lean through the pain. You experience it intensely for a little while, and then it's gone. It doesn't live with you. It could live with you for years. This guy shows you how to find the pain, acknowledge it, feel it and let it go. I mean, what I tried it, Dean, oh my God, it was amazing, blah, 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 blah. You got to get the book. I'll let him go on and on. I'll get done. I'm like, so you don't know how to sell? You don't know how to persuade? You just persuaded me. While you were talking to me, I went on my Amazon account and I ordered the book. You just sold me. So let me ask you something. When you are selling, what are some descriptive words you could use when you're selling something. So if I, again, if I said to you that, that Letting Go is a great book. If I, uh, I, like, I like so many different books. Seabiscuit. Uh, I love the movie Seabiscuit because I love the underdog story, right? So if I was telling you about Seabiscuit, and you, you've obviously watched me pitch on why you should get my book because I love my book, and we'll talk about that later, and, and it's my obligation to persuade you to take action. It's my obligation to persuade you to be here today so I can help you, right? But let's just think movie Seabiscuit. If I'm going, oh my God, Seabiscuit, you know what I love? It's this little horse that was broken down. It was abused. It was like America at the time going through the depression. And, you know, they beat the horse. He had a limp. He had a wheeze. And I love the part in the movie when it, the, the trainer said the horse was walking through the, the, the fog. And he was quoted on saying when the first time he saw the horse, he looked at him. And he said, the horse looked, right me, looked me right in the eye as if to say, what the heck are you looking at? And like, I love that part. And then all of a sudden, the dog, the, the, the horse just needed a little competition. The horse was, you know, this little horse and, and they just used them and used them until finally they realized when he got head to head with another horse, he wouldn't let any horse beat him. He'd get head to head and you'd hold him back when he let him go, he'd win. Oh my God, the movie's so great. It's inspiring. It's good for children. If you have kids, it tells a great message. You could tell them about the underdog story and never give up. Now that's what I feel about the movie Seabiscuit. I really love it. I hope I persuaded you to be intrigued about the movie. I make nothing off that movie. But I want to ask you, when you're telling someone that, when I just told you, am I being the worst version of me or the best version of me? Tell me some descriptive words of how I was. That You could write them down here or you could just think them in your head. What are some descriptive words on the way I was acting? Was I enthusiastic? Was I excited? 
Did I look alive? Do I feel, am I motivational? Excuse me, <clears throat> besides the cold, was I inspirational? Was I, you know, was I full of life? Was there color in my cheeks, right? That's when you're selling, especially selling done ethically, we're gonna talk about that. The next thing is to love what it is that you offer and make sure it's a, it's, it's, it's a positive impact on the person or the world. We'll talk about that in a second. But when you're selling, you are the best version of yourself. Believe, I mean, when you're telling somebody about a crappy movie, are you the best version of yourself? Like, ah, oh, I went to that restaurant. Oh my God, the, the pasta wasn't cooked. The waiter was so rude. It took an hour to get our seat. Ah, oh, is that the best version of you? No, when you're selling, you're the best version of you. So take that thought, take that energy, and we're going to start to wipe away any negative thoughts. In fact, even if you don't have negative thoughts, we're going to start wiping it away and show you how to get extremely positive. In fact, to where you're excited about persuading. But I wanna, I wanna share a disclaimer right here, right now. The reason I can hold up my books, hold up my courses, ask you to come join here, is because I love what I offer people. I know the impact it's had on people, I, and I'm not bragging in any way. There's Whoever it is that, that you can follow that can train you, but if you're looking to do what I've done, I don't feel there's anybody better than me. So when I feel that, and I know if I can get you to watch my monthly trainings, to read my book, if you want to try real estate, get one of my real estate courses, you want to try expanding your business, get millionaire success habits or, or a winning state of mind, I know those courses are so good that I love what I offer, that automatically, that simultaneously makes me say, I better get good at persuasion. Because if I just did an ad on Facebook without me burning a book or holding one up or pulling one out of the Tesla or being on an interview with Larry King, if I didn't do that, if I just sat in my office by myself and said, my book's really good, people are just going to come buy it. Crickets. If I went online and I said, Hey, I don't want to be a salesman because I wrote a really good book here. And if you want to go to another level of life, you really need it. Could you click the link below and get it? You know how many people would buy it? Goose egg. Maybe my mom. Maybe one of my aunts. That's it. Books, product, life, nothing goes without persuasion. Nothing would Mother Teresa, would Martin Luther King made the impact on the world if they weren't massively persuasive, but were they salespeople and cheesy? Hell no. But they found a way to love what you offer. So think about that. If you're starting a business, if you're starting a business, if you want to take your business to the next level, if you want to fix your relationship, you want to get the promotion, you want to get the board, you want to, you want to sit and change things, think about to be the best version of yourself and make sure that you love what the end result is supposed to be. If you love that, that's the anchor. I'm going to give you all the pieces on how to create enthusiasm, how to sell, all that process. We're going to go through that today. we got plenty of time today. Um, but I want you to start with that because that's my disclaimer. If you're selling uh, cigarettes to kids, can you really get excited about it, right? If you're selling alcohol to, to minors, I'm just using extreme examples, of course. None of you watching do that. But compared to the product, the service, the company, the thing you want, the, 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 the asset you are to the company, when you can find that and love it and feel it's a disservice if you don't get the person to say yes, then all of a sudden you want to know the power of persuasion. You want to know the art because their yes changes their life 
and yours, and you get to stand out as a company or as a person. So think about it this way. Um, first, let's start with here. It all starts with a vision. Now, what we're going to do now is build your enthusiasm, and we're going to build your art of persuasion backwards a little bit. So this is the way I envision teaching this, so this is the way I'm going to teach it. This is my way of persuading you to learn how to persuade, okay? So um, it all starts with a vision. Now, I use the where are you, where you want to go, why do you want it? How are you going to get there a lot? You've probably heard me share that because I think, I don't think, nothing happens in the world unless you have a crystal clear vision of where you want to go. Everybody focuses on what they don't want. People who are successful focus on where they want to go, their destination, right? So I'd like you to think about that right now because we're going to start building this momentum is I want you to start thinking about where it is you really want to go. So if you have a pen, if you have a paper, um, Right now, write it down. Think about if it was a year from now. We're not going to go through this exercise long, but this is the foundation of so much of my education. But if it was a year from now and your business or your income or your side hustle or your side business was doing exactly what you wanted, what would that look like? How much money would you be making? What would you be doing on a daily basis? How would your heart feel? How would your confidence be? Your courage, your enthusiasm be, right? So get a little vision on what you want. You probably already have this. We've taught this a lot. But think think about it right now because we're going to build this. And... And if it's not business, think about who, where do you want to go with your personal life? Where do you want to go with your health? Where do you want to go with your relationships, with your friendships, with your spouse, right? Think about that because it all starts with having that vision of where it is we want to go. This is, this is step one of the right enthusiasm to sell, okay? So, and again, you're a part of our monthly training, my monthly training. You have access. If I'm going too fast today, you have the opportunity to go back at any time you want and break it down in chunks and do one piece at a time, hit pause and go back and do it and then come back and and get it done that way. So with a vision, the second part is know what the end goal is, right? You're creating your vision, know what it is, but then feel it and live it and envision it. Like vision, you're there. So let's say you want to start your own business. Uh, let's just say it's real estate, right? You want to do 10 real estate, 10 wholesale deals in the next 12 months, and you want an average $7,000 each, right? That's $70,000, $84,000 you want to make extra with side business doing wholesaling with real estate. Let's put yourself there and see what that feels like, right? Vision what it feel like to wake up and go, wow, I just did my 10th deal, I made over $80,000. What does that feel like? What's my, what's my goals? How am I feeling courageously? Confidence. How am I treating my family? Who, what am I doing with that money? Start feeling it and start building the passion of not only where you want to go, but then the vision of what it feels like. Now I'm trying to, this is, this is a backdoor way to get you to sell like nobody's business, okay? So I want you to see what is the passion? How does that feel? How does that light you up? What is that emotion you'll feel? Attach an emotion to it. I talked about that on our New Year's training, if you got it. So I'll go quick on that one. So the third, now that you kind of know where you want to go, and then you envision what that goal is to where it's exciting, now I want you to do something that, this is for people who feel like they procrastinate. This is for, I'm actually getting hot in here. Um, People feel like they're going to procrastinate or they should have gotten started sooner and they didn't. I want you to think about Selling yourself daily. Persuading yourself daily. Because here's the thing. The world, I don't mean this in a negative way, but the world 
is set up to steal that from you. Because you get a little excited, you're getting ready to, to go do your thing, and then you watch something on the news. You hear from a friend. You watch the economies changing. The, the, you had money in Bitcoin or stock market, and things went sideways. I don't know what it is, but the world wants to steal it from you. So again, I'll use this analogy a lot. If you want to get in shape, can you go to the gym once and expect to be in shape for the rest of your life? Absolutely not. If you want to be enthusiastic, if you want to be passionate about what it is that you do, you have to sell yourself daily. You can't just get motivated today because we're here together and you're a group of hundreds of amazing people just like you. You have to sell yourself on a daily basis, no matter what that means. If it means writing your goals down and looking at them every day and looking in the mirror and selling them to yourself that I am going to do this. I am going to get in the best shape of my life. I am going to do 10 wholesale deals. I am going to start my business. I am going to write that book and learn marketing. I'm going to start that online business. I'm going to sell my product on Amazon. I don't know what the heck it is, but you do. But you have to get yourself enthusiastic every day by focusing on your vision, how it's going to feel when it's done, because when you sell yourself... Enthusiasm comes automatically. Passion comes automatically. And guess what? You become a persuasive person without selling just from these three steps. We got seven to go through, okay? Because all of a sudden when you're around your family, they could say, ah, that'll never work in today's economy. That doesn't knock you off because you sold yourself that morning and the morning before and the morning before and the morning before and you feel bad that they're not on board with you. Believe me, so many of my students had their families tell them they were nuts. Fast forward two years, their families work for them or they support their families, okay? So when you sell yourself, you lock in an enthusiasm and passion that is addicting. And all of a sudden your team members start to go, wow, I want to hang around them more. They bring something to me. Your energy exudes, that comes out your pores and people feel it. You light up the room without being the cocky person or the, the overconfident. You light up the room just by being you because you sold yourself that day. Listen, all I know is my team follows my mood. If I forget some days to, to be that enthusiastic glow, to be that light, I'll look around and be like, why is everybody kind of down today? Just like, yeah, it's kind of blah in here. And I'll be like, why is everybody blah? I'm like, oh crap, I'm blah today. I just set the whole, I just, I just pooped on the entire office because of my tone. And then I change it. I bring it. I sell myself. I look at my goals. I see where we're going. All of a sudden, not much has changed, but all of a sudden the whole office lights up. Now, I don't know if you have an office you want to start. You got to do it with your parents, your spouse, your friend, your partner, your coworkers, but you start selling yourself. You start living in that passion, you start living in those dreams, you'll watch the world light up around you. Now, that's just the perimeter. That's, that's just your close perimeter. You're here, and the proximity of the people around you start lighting up, and then all of a sudden, the next layer lights up, and then the next layer, and then the next layer. And whether it's a year, two years, four years, 10 years, 20 years, all of a sudden, you are persuading the world. You're persuading people in your industry. You're persuading the company you work for. You're persuading the people around you to go in another area. Again, only persuading if it's ethical and it makes a positive impact on people and you love it so much that you feel like it's a disservice if you don't get people to take action. Okay, that's number three, sell yourself daily. Number four, this is building the momentum to create never-ending enthusiasm. People always say to me, oh my God, Dean, why are you, how are you so enthusiastic? Literally, we just started promoting on uh, Instagram. And, and I have to tell you, 
I love it because we're getting momentum, but man, I'll run an ad where I'm like through the roof enthusiastic. I'm like, hey, everybody, I only got, I only got you know, 60 seconds here, so I want to tell you, if you're looking for another place, da, 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 and all of it comes from this in, internal energy. I want to get a whole new generation. I want a whole generation of 20 to 30-somethings to see that there's a faster past, path to a better life than trying to figure it out on their own or just... Just letting social media use them when you they could use it to build wealth and, and abundance and joy and help other people, right? And I'll get so many comments. I mean, literally, I've never it's it's almost hard for the ego, but I, I wanna break it. I wanna I wanna convert the people that don't feel they can be converted. And get all these people like, oh, you're a jerk, you're an idiot, you're this, you're that. Oh, you're fake, cheesy excitement. Uh, you, you look like a, a used car salesman. And I'm like, oh my God, if you could see me on a regular basis, this is me all the time. I, I build, I want to fuel enthusiasm because I'm passionate and it's my job to get people to take action on something that could positively affect their life. I would, if there's any, <coughs> if I could do anything in life, I would love to give you that fire. Most of you probably have it, but I just want to tell you um, that I have that fire and, I, and, and the way I'm looking at it, especially with those ads, is like my team's like, oh, let's not even market on Instagram, all that negative comments, but we sold thousands of books. I'm like, no way, no way. Look at all the lives we got to touch. I'm not giving up on those people. They could call me anything they want. They could call me fake. They could tell me I'm reading a script and I'm a, I'm a, a you know, snake oil sales. I don't give a crap. Because I will keep showing my heart. I will keep coming from my soul. I'll keep coming with, with authenticity. And I will get to, I, maybe not everybody, but I will get to as many as I can. Because once they digest just an inch of my knowledge, they go, holy shit. This is real. Listen, right now, and you guys can say this. Let me know. Let me know if there's anybody on here right now that the first time you saw me selling something, pitching my book, you're like, ah, I'm not sure about this guy. And then you got my book and felt completely different or got in one of my courses or watched my weekly wisdoms or here with me right now. And you're like, wow, the guy's just got lots of energy. Let me know if anybody's experienced that. Uh, and maybe not. Maybe this is all a bunch of people that, you know, you liked me from moment one. But I want I to show that. I talked about me a lot. But what does that mean for you? I want to show you how to feed your soul so that enthusiasm, the enthusiasm goes to another level. So here's what I wrote. Uh, don't bring, and some of these things might bend from other trainings, but they all go together, okay? So first thing I wrote is, you know where you're going, right? Right, you have that vision, you thought about it. I, I was one who experienced that, thanks, you're, I appreciate it. Yes, that's me, <laughs> great guys, thanks for being honest. Yes, the freeze machine, right? But I got you guys to stop, that's my job, I persuaded you. So with everybody who's saying, yes, that's me, let me know right now, are you glad you're here? If you're glad you're here, say yes. And say, now now think about, I persuaded you. I asked you for a credit card. I made you take action. Wasn't I just horrible? Now I got you here and I'm just providing you all this crappy wisdom. No, I hope when you're here right now, you think, you're like, thankfully I got past that. Now, did I do it right? I don't know about for everybody, but I, I persuaded you to action. And I would, love, I would love for you guys to have that opportunity to go to another level of life. And if I just sparked it, if I don't do ever, I'm not going to do it for you, you got to do it for yourself. But if I just sparked another level for you, then I'll take those negative comments of people telling me I'm, you're this, you're that, and the other thing, because I got you to be here, right? So when you start looking, when you start looking through those eyes to persuade people to 
do as you want, you know, to get your product or to listen to you or to try to help your children to actually listen because they get to a phase where they don't want to. I know my daughter's heading that direction right now, right? It's our job to persuade them just to be open-minded to things that can positively affect them. So um, how to create enthusiasm that's never ending and feed the soul. First, don't bring your entire past with you. I've said that before, so I won't, I won't talk about it again on, on a deep level for those who have heard it, but those that haven't, some of you are new here today, um, your past is nothing more than research and development. I've been saying that forever, but really let that sink in. Think of your past as a burning building and you got 30 seconds with a small suitcase to grab off the shelves of your past that which serves you, that what fuels your future, that has a positive impact on your future and let the rest burn. doesn't matter how many times you screwed up. We all screw up. doesn't matter how many missed opportunities you have, relationships you screwed up, the business you could have had, the promotion you should have got. We can't go back and undo the past. All that can do is wreck your enthusiasm, wreck your inspiration, wreck your courage and confidence for the future. So I'd encourage you, let go of that thing. You know, you're watching me right now. There is something about your past. One, two, five things. Most of the time it's one or two. There's something that you're like, oh, I would. feel it. If you want, feel it for the last time. Let it eat you up for the last time and let it go in the fire. Burn it. Burn all that doesn't serve you and only leave the past that's good. We can, it's never too late to recreate your past. Think about that. It's never too late to recreate your past. So why do I do it? Because it's part of enthusiasm. If you're like, oh, I missed all those opportunities. God, I, I screwed up that relationship. I had a partner and I probably did take a little advantage of them. That's why it ended. All right, now time to persuade. Okay, hey everybody. No, you can't go from that mode into enthusiasm, into authenticity. You have to burn that crap. And you have to start with where you are, with the best of your past, and know where it is that you want to go. I wrote down, burn the past. I didn't even say it. Uh, here's something to remember. You might want to write this down. Uh, enthusiasm and authenticity will always outweigh over-preparation and perfection. Now, I made that up. Sounded like I was pretty smart, right? But it's true. It's true 100% of the time. Go watch somebody on stage that's a perfectionist, smart as heck with the perfect PowerPoint. And they come on stage and they show you, click one. On this slide here today, I want to show you the economic status of the da 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 And they could be the smartest, most prepared, best PowerPoint. Halfway through, you're like, I got to keep my eyes open or I'm going to go get a coffee. Or you get somebody on stage that has misspelled words like I usually do in all my posts. Uh, don't have a vast variety of vocabulary, but get up on stage and you can feel their energy. You can feel their authenticity. You can feel their excitement and you're just captivated on every word and you listen and you hear and you acknowledge. The guy before him was smarter, wiser, more prepared, spent a month on that preparation. The guy that's up now maybe just got up three seconds ago and thought about a topic but you're listening to authentic, enthusiastic person that you know has got passion and drive. You are. It's 100% of the time. So with that said, remember that for you. Don't wait to start. Don't push off starting until you have it right, until the kids are the right age, until your husband supports you, until the job isn't so hectic, until life isn't so crazy, when the kids get out of high school, or when the kids get out of, you know, when the kids aren't in diapers anymore, that'll be easier. No, it's like, no, now they're in school. When the kids get into regular school, okay, now they're in elementary school, it's like, oh, now I'm learning homework and I have to be there for them and they have their sports. So let's wait till middle school, they're more independent. No, now they're in middle school and they're teenagers. 
man, they need me around so much. I'm just using this example how you could push things off. Now they're in high school. When they leave, it's like, well, now that they're out of school, maybe it's time to, like, think about that in all areas of life. How many times are you putting off until tomorrow what you can do right this moment? Okay. Now I want you to think about this. When I, I've done this in one of my high-level masterminds. Some of you may have been there. Um, I want you to think about something that you love, something you've done, something you experienced, or something you love in the last 90 or 120 days. And I want you to just tell me, because I, I wish you were here in front of me, we'd do this exercise, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk you through the exercise and you can do this on your own. But right now, tell me something that you're extremely passionate about that you love that's happened to you uh, uh, in the last 90 days. A book you read, maybe a Millionaire Success Habits book, that's what I'm thinking, some brownie points, no. A movie you saw, a meal that you had, a relationship you started, a business that's doing good. Tell me something that you're just, that you would love to tell somebody else about. Like, uh, Liberio, um, Laborio, sorry, is it Liberio? Laborio. God, I, I, spe- I say it all, I spell it all the time. Um, uh, he loves the meatball story because you've heard it in person. But I want you to think about that. I want you to think about something that you would love to share with somebody else. Let me know what it is. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be looking here for a minute. I'm reading some of your comments. Uh, for some time. Uh, what do you think companies? So many great comments. Guys, I appreciate it. I'm going to try not to read too many because you see it gets distracting. I want to keep this energy. But I want you to tell me something that you've done the last 90 days. I joined a new church. Perfect. Laura. Awesome. Would love for you to tell me about that new church. I can see the expression on your face while you're telling me, right? Married my wife. Awesome. You guaranteed if you were telling me about that, that would be incredible. How to put uh, their business on CBS, Fox, NBC. Fantastic, David. Uh, meatballs. <laughs> Laborio. Uh, let's see. Um, I love my kids. I love seeing uh movie Coco. Coco is amazing. Become a discipline of Jesus. Listen, these are all amazing things. Got married in less than 24 hours. Awesome, Christopher. Uh, I book just read Law of Success by Napoleon Hill. It's a great book. I uh, went to Disneyland. Uh, I, you got married. Man, we got three people already got married. Nice. Started the better life. Awesome. The Abundance Book by John Price. Uh, greatest show on the planet. Uh, moved to a new country. Awesome. Found a friend after 50 years. Holy crap. Awesome stuff. So here's the exercise I want you to think about. So think of that emotion, right? The new church. Let's just take uh, the new church. Save my home from foreclosure. All this great stuff. Started a new business. Congratulations. Uh, but let's just say you join a new church that you love. I'll take Laura's example. Now, I want you to think about that. I don't know where you are right now. If you could do this out loud, do it. If you could talk to your computer, pretend you're talking to me. But right now, what if you take that, Laura, and you take everything that you guys are saying, you take your thing, .com secrets, Russell Brunson, great book. Um, think about that. And I want you to pretend you're persuading someone to take action. Pretend you're persuading someone to take action on going to the church that you like or all the other things that you, remi- uh, you mentioned, right? Let's do the first version. If Laura, if I had you here, I'd do this example with you. I'd say, Laura, try to sell me on your new church, but with no energy. You could say all the great things, but do it with low energy. So it might look something like this. Uh, Dean, the, the new church is, it's really good. It makes you feel at home right away. Um, uh, I, I didn't feel awkward. Um, it wasn't like one of those hardcore churches that makes you feel bad if you don't do everything perfect. Uh, I mean, I fell, I think I fell, um, Love of God rather than a fear of God. It's, it's a really good church. Um, I suggest you try it. 
Okay, all good words, right? But would you, you'd be like, what the freak? <laughs> I'm not doing that. Uh, I'm not going to that church. I'm not doing anything. In fact, you're a little weird, Laura, right? <laughs> Just I'm being funny. So think about that. Right now, something you're passionate about, telling somebody about the Better Life Challenge or my book or a book you love or all these great things that are coming in. Think if you'd try to do it with no energy. That's the first one. Second thing, I'd like you to try, and, and you can come back and watch this, or if you're watching it for the first time, there's nobody's around, do it with somebody else. Do it for fun. <clears throat> Act back. If you have two people that want to watch this, watch it with someone else. Get a friend to watch this. Get a friend to join this. Send them the link and tell them to go through this exercise, and then you can do it with them on the phone even. But the second, now I want you to go back. Now, if Laura, you were here, sitting here in front of me, I'd say, now sell me on going to your church, that new church that you love, but be scared. Like intimidated. That's someone who's nervous about selling. That's when you're walking into the conference room and your palms are sweaty. You're going up on stage and you're nervous and you're scared. Say it that way. So what if it was the same thing? It's like, um, you, you should try, you should try the church, really. I'm telling you, it, no, seriously, don't, I, I don't want to sell you on it, but it, it's really a good church and, and they make you feel loved. I mean, maybe you've been to church that's loved before. I, I don't, I mean, I don't even know if you, if you believe in God. I'm, I'm just saying it's a, it's a really good church. You should try it. You going to that church? You getting sold? Hell no. But how many people do you know talk that way? Maybe you have when you're scared. Think about the same thing. Now, I want you to sell. This is the part where I can't stand online when you see people just bullshitting, for lack of a better word, and they're selling on all hype. Now, I get hyper. I get enthusiastic, but I don't, I'm not a hypey. I hope I'm not. If I ever am, please tell me. But hype can lead to BS, to bending the truth, right? It's like when you see, I've never, you'll never see me Listen, I just did a closing. This is my little group. I just did a closing last week. I did a cash out on of some properties on. I, I refied. I left the bank with a check for $1.2 million on a refi. You will never see me put that up online. You'll never see it in my marketing because that's unrealistic for the average person. I've been doing real estate for 30 years, right? What am I gonna do? Hold up a check and say, I made. I just left the bank with 1.2 million bucks. It's my money in hand. I still own the properties. If I can do it, you can do it. Join this course, five minutes, you'll be rich. That is the worst thing you could possibly do. But think about that. What if you sold your church? Laura, what if you exaggerated in that? What if you were, what if you were enthusiastic, but you were lying? What if you said, oh my God, you, you gotta, if I asked you and had you sell me lying, what if you said, oh my God, you gotta come to my church? I mean, I'm telling you, when you're there, your life will change forever. It's a miracle church. No, seriously, it's a miracle church. You walk in with fear, you walk in with worry, you walk out broke. You could walk in with like your back broken and you'll stand up and run out of there cheering. It's so unbelievable, you gotta go there. And you're like, Ooh, your, the hair stands up in the back of your neck and your gut that we talked about earlier, your gut instinct is like, no, stay away from that. Stay away from that church. Again, I'm using this as an example, but think about those different versions. Are you the best version of yourself on any of those examples? No, you're not a good example on any of those. But think about, I'm using Laura as the example. She's excited about a new church. And this is, and it is funny, isn't it, Ariana? Uh, 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 but think about if she just let her authentic, enthusiastic self express what she experienced by being the best version of herself. This is where I hope it all ties together. Selling is not about being the art of selling and mastering uh, manipul manipulation. Selling comes from an authentic soul, from a heart, from a caring, and wanting people to take action in something that could better their life. Think if Laura just sat here and said, Dean, oh my God, I, I've been going to different churches forever, 
and I've always felt lost and I have my own version of what I believe in spirituality and God and I don't want to be force fed something. I'm just making all this up, right? I don't want to be force fed something. I don't want to feel like I'm part of a cult. I just want to feel a connection with a higher power, with God. And man, when I went to this church, for the first time in ages, I literally teared up. I left there feeling so connected to God. It was such an incredible feeling and I just, I haven't felt that way in a long time and oh my God, it was so good. Next Sunday, if you want to come, no obligation, but if you want to come with me, it is so good. I can't believe it. You want to come. That's just being the best version of whatever your story is, anything like that. That's being, that's some massively talented persuasion right there. And did I do anything fancy? Did I have any selling hooks or get you to engage? No, I just lived the experience. I lived with authenticity. I lived with enthusiasm. It's contagious and people will say yes. So where in your life can you implement this? Where in your life can you start persuading? Is it your job? Is it your new company that you started? Is it the company you want to start? Do you want to get your wife on board, your husband on board? Do you want to get a money partner on board? Do you want to get your kids on board? Do you want to get your coworkers on board? Do you want to get the promotion? Do you want to quit the job? I don't know what it is, but how can everything we talked about to raise your enthusiasm, raise this experience, raise your persuasion skills, how can that improve your life? Because that is the foundation of all success, getting someone to say yes. If you don't know this art, I mean, look at uh, Dale Carnegie's book, right? Uh, Win Friends and Influence People. That book was one of the best-selling books in the history of the world, especially in personal growth, because people realize without these skills, I suck at selling. I suck at people who get to say yes. I, people don't get my product. People ignore me. You need these skills. Uh, say, say no to what doesn't serve you. Uh, make selling something you love. Uh, these are just my notes. If you can look at it through those eyes, do you think you can make selling something that you love rather than something you have to do, something you must do, or something you don't like to do. If you can flip it, you will be a persuasive person, especially with the, the, the process of which we got there, uh, which we got here. Now, if want to get our clients to action, we were dealing, uh, okay. Um, think about this. So when I, before I will hold up a book, before I went and did the interview with Larry King, before I'll go on stage of 15,000 people, what I will think is not how many books can I sell? How many products can I sell? I do a launch. I don't go, hey, how many people are going to buy my real estate profits from home? I got to get these people to say, yes, God, what are the numbers? You know what I say? How can I be the best version of me to get people to take action? Because if they don't, this is what I tell myself. Just, and you can have your any story you want. You know what my story is? If I don't get people to take action, if I don't get them at this monthly training, if I don't get them to get my courses or write my books or read my books, then you'll stay right where you're at. And if you loved, if everything was perfect where you're at right now in your life, you wouldn't be watching me. You'd be out doing that thing or doing something else. Doesn't mean your life is miserable, but there's another level waiting for you. So if I don't get you to take action and learn these strategies, I did you a disservice. Or secondly, what if I don't persuade in the right way? What if I just intrigue you enough, but don't get you to take action with me and you go out and get one of my competitors' products or courses that's inferior to mine? When I think about those two things, when I think about those two things, I don't go out on stage and go, I got to get these people to buy. Or I don't do a live cast sitting right here and go, how many people are going to buy this? I, I, I got to sell, got to sell. No, I'm like, how many people am I going to get engaged in a bigger future? If I don't get them to take action, nothing's going to change in their life. That's a disservice. 
Or if I don't get them to take action and just intrigue them, they're gonna get someone else's product that might be in fear, that's a disservice. I need to be the best version of me, I need to show up every single time. You know, there, there's an old saying, uh, pros do it, professionals do it with a headache. You know, today, I, I, my nose is stuffy, my ears are clogged up, my throat is killing me. You know when you swallow, it feels like you're swallowing like battery acid, but I don't even feel it. I'm, I'm engaged and, and, and want to make an imprint on you. The enthusiasm, the adrenaline, the excitement overpowers that. Screw that cold. It's not stronger than me. I'm stronger than it. But I have a purpose. I have a vision. And that's where I want you to, to feel. That's where I want you to live because everything will grow exponentially if you understand this power. And it's such a strong power. I'm going to ask you to do it ethically. You can persuade your spouse. If they don't have these skills, you can persuade your spouse to do anything you want. If it's not ethical, don't do it. You can persuade people to buy anything you want. If it's not an incredible product, I'm asking you, please don't do it. You can persuade your boss to give you the raise. If that's not the position you don't think you can crush, don't do it. Use this in an ethical way because it is a power. It is a power that most of the world doesn't have. And when you have it, your life changes. Everything changes when you have this juice. So I don't care how many times you have to watch this. Keep watching. I'm going to go over two more really quick. Um, this is something I've shared before, but I think it's amazing to, to remember is people will buy from you or learn from you or say yes to you when they feel understood, not when they understand you. Think about that. They will buy from you, love you, respect you, say yes to you when they feel understood. Think how many people want you to understand them. No, 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 but listen, I did this for you. I did that. I wanted this. I wanted this. And they go on and you're not even listening because they don't feel your heart. But think about when somebody, hopefully when I'm talking today, you're thinking, wow, Dean understands. I mean, be honest with me. When you hear me talk, do you feel like I understand the troubles that you face, the obstacles that you have in front of you, the desires and dreams that you have? Maybe I'm not perfect, but do you feel at some level that I understand you? Of course, I hope you do because I've been exactly where you are. And I want to remember that. I don't want to just be like, hey, this is what I did. Let me tell you how I did this. And I persuaded this and I did this and here's my check and how I did it. Like, that's all great. I want to motivate you. Sometimes I dangle carrots, of course, because I want you to pay attention. But in most cases, I want you to feel understood. I want you to get off this today and tell friends like, oh my God, this guy Dean gets me. He understands where I'm at and he gives me a cool recipe to go. Thank you for all the, for the yeses. But you feel understood. You're not just understanding me. So remember that people will say yes to you. People will buy from you. People will learn from you. When they feel understood and how you do that is make sure you listen. Make sure you use your ears and understand what their fears are. And then also see both sides, right? See both sides of the story. Uh, you know, you can get an argument by trying to prove your point. Arguments stop when you listen and go, wow, I, I see how you look. I'm, I see how you see it that way. I, I'm, I'm sorry that you felt that way. I didn't even look at it that way. Feel the other side. You know, I, I watch these fights between, you know, liberals and conservatives or, or, or and every, uh, between religions and all this stuff. I mean, it seems so simple to me. Just stop, shut your mouth for a moment and listen to the other side. You don't have to agree with any of it, but you can understand where someone's coming from. And then all of a sudden, when they feel understood, they'll listen to you. Well, this is another really powerful thing that I'm asking you to please, please use ethically. You shut your mouth and use these ears, I mean that in a negative way, shut your mouth, but close this more and listen here. You, they will, people will tell you what they're afraid of. They'll tell you what they desire. They'll tell you what you want. And at the end, you just wrap it up and put a bow on it. That's the art of negotiating and persuading 101 that most of the whole world doesn't know. I win in a boardroom. I win at a conference table. I win at events every single time. 
because I listen and I want to provide what people need, and but I also want to win. I want to win, but not not screw all the other screw over the other party. But I want to win and get the deal I want, and I can go in and just listen and make that happen. So people will buy from you, say yes to learn from you, and they feel understood. Next is enter conversations that are already go, already going on in the customer or the prospects or your spouse or your partner's mind. You know, we want to start new conversations. We want to change the tone. No, the best way is to jump in on conversations they're already having in here. If you believe your spouse, and, and I'm talking about money, or could be anyone, but if you believe your spouse is having a conversation in their head that my wife, my husband doesn't spend enough time with me, they're on their phone too much, they're at work too much, um, listen to that conversation internally. You know that they're thinking that. So don't go in and say, hey, I work to provide for this family and I need to put the time in and I, it might all be true, but are they going to listen to you? But if you started the conversation and said, you know, I, I've noticed over the last year that work's gotten so hectic that I forgot about us. I've been ignoring us. I, I got hooked on this damn phone because it's so much easier for me to get work. I don't want to wait till the morning. So if I figure at night when I'm, when you're, when we're trying to talk and you're, and I'm not paying attention, it's because I'm trying to get caught up for work the next day. So it's not so crazy, but it's a really vicious cycle. I know what you're thinking. I just want you to look through my eyes. I'm just trying to do more and more because I'm trying to get us that house or take that vacation, but I don't want to compromise us. So I'm really sorry that, that, that that's been going on. Is there any way we could find a middle of the road, maybe a definitive date night on Thursday, maybe Tuesdays I work late in the house, but I'll go upstairs in the bedroom and work. I don't know, but do you see how that's different than just saying, well, I work hard, I do this, because you're not, you're not entering a conversation in the other person's mind. You're just, you're just spitting out what you believe. You're entering, you're trying to get your conversation to stick in their head. You know how hard that is? It's almost impossible. Same with business, same with your next level of income, same with making money. Hey, I'm going to tell you right now, I, I went a little long here. I usually go in about 50 minutes, then do Q&A, but I, I'm loving this. I hope you guys are loving it. So if you got some questions, let me take some. Let's do a little Q&A right now. So if you got questions about persuasion, questions about getting people to take action, go ahead and ask, ask those right now. They come in, they're a little bit delayed, so try to get them in right now. Um, let's see, next. Um, Know the difference. I'm going to do this last one, and then you guys, um, you guys, uh, give me some questions if you have any. Maybe I answered all your questions, and there's just none to be asked. Um, remember the difference between this is the last art, uh, last uh, power of persuasion, uh, number seven, um, and this know the difference between what people want and what they need. Now, so many people come to me and go, "Oh my God, I invented this. The whole world needs it." They need it, they need it, they need it. I spent the last year, I got the patent, I did this, I did that, I did this, I did that. People don't buy stuff that they need. People buy stuff that they want. Know that difference. Think about that. How many people need to stop eating sugar? How many people stop, need to stop drinking soda? How many people need to go to the gym to get cardio? How many people who smoke need to smoke? Will they stop smoking, stop eating sugar? Will they go to the gym because they need to? Hell no. They will go to the gym, stop smoking, stop eating sugar when they want to. Fuel people's wants. Give them what they want. And sometimes you can supply them what they need. You know what I've done in my real estate for ages? I have supplied what they want. They want 
people want. You want a, your own thriving side or full-time business. I know I can provide that to people more than anybody, better than anyone in the world. So I might, might promote just real estate, but when you get in my courses, what's always the first part of the training? In here, I give you what you need. I give you the mindset, how to overcome obstacles, how to stay focused, how to be productive, how to not let anything stand in your way. If I don't give you that, I can't get you to take action with the real estate strategy. So I'll give people what they want, <clears throat> real estate, wealth from real estate. When they get in, they get the real estate strategies, but they also get what they need, how to work on the things between your ears. So remember that. Thank you guys. I appreciate you all uh, for being here. I know we're all busy. We have lots of other things we could be doing, but you were here. And if you're watching the replay and it's new to you, then just as fantastic. Get out there and start practicing persuasion and take your life, your business, and your income to the next level. Darn it. I was going to say, damn it. Damn it would have fit better. Damn it. All right, guys. Appreciate y'all. See you soon. If you liked this podcast, make sure you rate it. And also, make sure to click subscribe so you never miss out. You can always follow us on Instagram. And if you don't already have millionaire success habits, you can grab it for free at deansfreebook.com. Remember, all success starts here.